Japan is full of history, both factual and mythological, and we want to share these stories with you. I will be jumping around the history of Japan to find stories both interesting and fantastical. I'm your host, Thomas. And I'm your co-host, Heather. We've both lived in Japan now for over two years and have learned so many interesting tales to tell. We'll also be reading a Japanese song or poem for you in Japanese, and we'll discuss the poet and meaning behind these songs. And with that out the way, Heather, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Thomas. Today it's just going to be me. As some of you may already know, but a typhoon hit Chiba pretty hard this week, the prefecture where I live, and I've been without power for several days. Despite this, I've managed to get at least a short episode recorded for you today. But don't worry, next week we'll be back to our longer episodes. So today I wanted to talk about Fujiwara no Sanekata, a member of the Fujiwara clan. He was an accomplished poet for his time. And you can find 68 of his poems within the Imperial Waka anthologies. During his life, he is cited to have been the lover of Sei Shonagon, another established poet and author. This woman is best known for her book, the Makuro no Soushi, better known in English as the Pillow Book. Now for Sanekata, the story goes that in 995 AD, so we're in the Heian period, that he was appointed as the governor of Mutsu province, which falls in the modern-day prefectures of Iwate as well as several other northern prefectures. And that's how the story goes. However, there is another version of this tale found in the Koji Dan, better known as the Reminiscing of Old Times, which gives a slightly different story. It says that he was exiled there, not actually appointed, after Sanekata was seen to have an argument at court with the famed calligrapher Fujiwara no Yukinari. Now Fujiwara no Yukinari was the son of Fujiwara no Yoshitaka, the poet from episode 3. It was this argument that caused the emperor of the time, Emperor Ichijo, to have him banished to the province of Mutsu. The emperor is even to have reported and said to Sanekata as he was leaving, go and visit some poetic locations before sending him away from court. And it was there that Sanekata eventually died in 998 AD. However, there is a little bit more to this tale, and he didn't just go quietly into the night. His desire and his anger to return home caused him to manifest into a flock of sparrows, now known to us as the Nune Suzume, literally palace sparrows. And it is reported that they would appear and ravage the kitchen stores of the imperial palace. This was his revenge for the emperor banishing him to Mutsu province. And that's basically his story. A short one, like we said. But the typhoon really swung as a curveball this week. And I wasn't even sure I'd be able to get this episode published and edited for you today. Now don't worry. I do have a poem as well for today. One of the poems by Sanei Kata himself. We're reading again from the Ogoro Hyakunin Ishu, or 100 poems, one poem each, and his poem was featured as the 51st in this 100 poem sequence. And with that out the way, here is the poem. Kakuto Dani 
Eya wa ibuki no Sashimo gusa Sashimo shirajina Moyoru omoyo Now the English for this would be Because my feelings are too great to put into words My heart blazes like the moxa of Mount Ibuki With a love you cannot know now when I was reading this poem, I quite liked it, and I chose it for this episode because I feel like it relates to the story of his exile. Because he cannot put into words his feelings, he misses the capital, he misses the imperial court, but he is also filled with this complete rage at being exiled. And so it manifests itself as sparrows which attack the palace, as he cannot put his emotions into words. Thanks for listening today. And again, sorry for such a short episode. Next week we'll be back to our normal episode length. So until then, talk to you later guys. Matane. If you enjoy the Japan archives and have an interest in Japanese history and mythology, please be sure to check out our growing database over at historyofjapan.co.uk. We continue to add more to it every week and you can find the show notes for every episode up on the website too. It's a large undertaking, so please be patient while we try to make a database which all Japanese history lovers can find useful. You can find us over on Twitter at A History of Japan, and if you're on Instagram, you can find us there at Nexus underscore travels. That's N-E-X-U-S underscore travels. We also have a Facebook page, which you can find at Japan Archives. All of our social media is different. Also, if you're interested in little slices of life in Japan, be sure to check out my website over at heatheroveryonder.com. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, or have anything you'd love to hear about, head on over to historyofjapan.co.uk and send us a message. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to give us a rating and review over on iTunes. Right now, it's the best place to do so, and it helps us get the word out about this show. Thanks again for listening, guys. Until next time, bye. Matane.